LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're talking about why the introvert on your team is not participating. So Ron, you are an introvert, aren't you? That's correct. All right. So define that term for us in your own words, because when people hear that, they may have their own term. Sure. Uh, Introvert, extrovert, it's really, um, you know, and I've worked with Myers-Briggs where that probably is most popular out of the the personality assessment um, tool. I've worked with that for 20 plus years. And um, it's really where we get our energy. So an introvert get, gains their energy from the inside, from their own thoughts and, and um, things like that. So we need time alone to, to re-energize, where an extrovert typically gets their energy from other people. And so from outside themselves, they're energized. So it, it really is, is just an energy term, you know, of, yep. of where we get energized. And so I'm an introvert. Uh, and, and for me, you know, Sunday can be very taxing and, and draining. So my family has just known for years that when Sunday is over, it's going to take me a little while before I'm ready to have, you know, long conversations. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, help us out here when we say, hey, here's why the introvert might not be participating. What are we talking about? Well, I'll occasionally hear from a leader who says they have people on their team that just don't contribute. Um, they don't share as much. They don't talk up in meetings, that sort of thing. And, you know, I always wonder when I hear that if there is some of this personality dynamic at work. Because if if indeed the person is an introvert, then they may not be talking for a lot of other reasons, not just because they don't want to participate or anything like that. But so I always wonder if there's some of that at work, and they just the the culture doesn't allow that. Mm. And um, and and the fact is, introverts can be highly creative. Um, we were talking about personality profiles before we went on. I'm an INTJ. My N uh, means that I'm creative. In fact, I'm 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 uh, huge on that scale. I don't know the right way to say that, but I'm I'm actually very creative in a. Um, in an idea sense. I'm not artistically creative by any means. I've seen your art. It's great. It, no, it's not. It's really <laughs> not. But but I am um, big on ideas. You yep. know, um, somebody, uh, somebody worked with me one time said, I don't think you've ever seen an idea you didn't like. And that's probably true. I, I love ideas. But so introverts can be very creative. They can have original ideas. They usually have something or many times have something to add to the conversation. But you will have to you'll have to be creative to get it out of them. Mm. And that's part of good leadership. And so, um, and I would say this, you know, if, if you have people on your team, they're there for a reason. And so you need to get the best out of them. Mm. Well, we're going to get into that. Let me, let me just pause here and, and let you talk about somebody has their team. I mean, I'm guessing you would recommend for them to actually take some personality tests oh, to understand totally. who the introverts are yeah. on their team, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And and you can use any number of them again. I, I you know, I, I do recommend the Myers Briggs. And and those are not I was I was having this conversation with 
um, with my daughter-in-law. You can hear her at the start of the podcast, you know, the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. But I was having this conversation with her. She's a counselor. And, um, you know, assessments are wonderful. They're not pigeonholes. So, you know, I'm introverted. That doesn't mean I'm not going to talk to you on the street. We're all different. You know, we're, we're all uniquely wired. But assessments can give you just a framework to work from, an understanding. That's what they're really designed for is just to help you understand who's on your team. So I totally would recommend uh, figuring out who the introverts and who the extroverts are using some sort of assessment to whether it's DISC, anything you want to use, but absolutely. And I keep files of that, uh, Mm -hmm. by the way. So I keep a – whenever I'm leading a team, when we do assessments, I'll drop those into a file just so that I – Okay, this is how this person's wired. Not again, not to pigeonhole them, not to say you can't do this because of your personality. You never do that. That's even unethical. And but just so you understand each other, Cheryl and I have um, understandings like that because she on on Myers Briggs as an example, she's the exact opposite of me on every one of them, <laughs> but the last one. So so if I don't understand that. Yep. We won't communicate very effectively. Yeah, that's helpful. All right, so seven reasons introverts may not be talking on your team. What's number one? Well, the first one is pretty easy. Everyone else keeps talking. You know, um, as an introvert, we usually aren't going to talk over people. And I have sat in meetings many times, and I'm just like, okay, I'll wait my turn. I'm not going to interrupt, you know. And and uh, if if everybody else is talking and they're never get it, they don't give the introvert a chance to talk, they're probably not going to talk. Hmm. Well, it leads us into number two. What's number two? You are rushing the answers, and what I mean by that, it takes time for an introvert to process. They don't. Uh, the difference in an introvert and extrovert many times, and can't, these are all generalities because it's it's very, they're very general terms, but most of the time an introvert wants to think through their words and how they're going to say something before they say it versus an extrovert who will a lot of times just say something, you know. <laughs> not even uh, thought out. <laughs> and not even thought out, you know, uh, to, to pick on you the yeah. extrovert right no i mean it, it's just it's it's we're wired differently and so an introvert wants to um um they want to process that a little bit so if you're pushing for answers too fast you're probably cutting out the introverts and even in that i think you know we talk about it with group leaders uh if they're leading a small group like silence is not a bad not thing. a bad thing That's and right. so quickly it'll be five seconds and it feels like a minute right so if you're leading a meeting and you feel the same way Silence is not a bad thing. It actually helps people collect their thoughts. And what I would say is it's not it's even a it's uh, it's not as bad a thing at all to the introverts. Mm. We're okay with that. Um, This is something Cheryl had to learn because uh, I'm an introvert. Our youngest son's an introvert. And there would be times when they were driving down the road and nobody was talking and it's like is silence does that mean is somebody angry or somebody upset no it may mean we don't want to talk right now we don't have anything to share you know and that's okay so it probably bothers us as introverts less Hmm. that there's silence than it does the extroverts that's good to know what about number three there are too many people and I would say especially extroverts in the room Hmm. if there are lots of talkers an introvert We'll let the others do the talking. And um, and again, that's a very general statement, but uh, they won't likely interrupt. And so if you if you've got way too large a group, 
you're probably going to shut out some of the introverts. Even hearing you say that, I don't want to get too far into team meeting dynamics, but hearing there's too many people in the room, there's some meetings where you do need a lot of people. Sure. Do you have any framework of like, man, this is a meeting to invite a lot of people into, or this is a, we need to keep it small meeting? Yeah, I think it depends on what you're trying to get done. You know, if it's, if it's, largely informational you can put as many in the room as you want if it if you really want to move things forward you probably want to limit the size of the room just because you're not going to get as much done or break the bigger room into smaller groups within the room that's good uh and we're going to do another one of these episodes and talk more about how to get the process going you know some things this is why they're not talking well we'll we'll share some help in the next uh episode Little, little teaser right there. What about number four? You have them in an uncomfortable seat. Now, this is this one seems a little strange, but uh, and I'm okay today. Uh, uh, but there's a door to to my back as we're recording this, and that may, makes me uncomfortable. Hmm. Um, and, and I know that sounds strange, but an introvert uh, needs their space, and um, uh, maybe let them have a corner, uh, but. Probably don't assign seats. Don't force it. Let them choose. Mm. Uh, there's something about, and I've talked to so many introverts, that something about the space. Because, again, they're, they're, they're processing. They're processing before they speak. And a lot of times the room dynamics play into that. Mm. What about number five? They're not, they've got nothing to say. I mean, uh, that's the il- illustration of, of Cheryl driving down the road with our youngest son or, or with me. Uh, Cheryl loves to oh she doesn't do it as much anymore but she used to ask the question what are you thinking about and I think she knows now uh, I'm not thinking about anything you know <laughs> I don't have anything to say and it it could be just as simple as that you know if if there's nothing of value they have to add or something they think needs to be heard you're not going to hear from the introverts as much so hearing you say that they may not have anything to say and it could be at that moment. Right. So they've processed it down the road. Is there value in following up after the fact? Sure. Okay. In fact, one of the things that, that, that I do, and we'll share it next episode a little bit more about it, but one of the things that I do is allow people, when we leave the meeting, to either come up to me personally or send me a text or an email. Here's what I was thinking. Um, now, obviously, for the best dynamics, you want that shared in the room. And so I've even let them text me in the room. Well, so-and-so thinks this, and they're sitting right there. If that's what it takes, then that's okay. Yep. What about number six? The conversation isn't going anywhere. Um, introverts are just not a huge fan. Again, very general conversation. Not a big fan of small talk or chit-chat, you know? <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, th- that's this one's a struggle for me because I realize – uh, that's part of a meeting dynamic that a lot of people need. That's one of the things they like about meetings is being able to talk with their friends, the people they enjoy working with. Um, but for an introvert, uh, you know, I lose interest pretty quickly when there's small talk going on. And so the more you can stick to your agenda, the more likely they will be uh, to actually participate. And then wrap us up with number seven. You put them on the spot without warning. That one's huge. Introverts are not um, are often not a, opposed to making a presentation. They they don't mind uh, being in charge of the room. They don't mind 
sharing their thoughts, but they're, again, they like to process. So when you put them on the spot first without any warning, they're less likely to participate. Mm. That's helpful to know. Well, we hope this whole episode has been helpful to you. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them and get the word out by liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing. It helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.